A spirit is nothing more than a person without a body, so they have to have a body to inhabit. You know, and they come from somewhere that you can't see. And the spirit world is real, more real than people can imagine. They have to have a flesh to fulfill their perverted, wicked, nefarious perversities of life. Everybody's looking for their spiritual guide. Everybody's trying to connect with the spiritual realm. While at the same time, the church simply says miracles don't exist, angels don't exist, demons don't exist. My friend, something is wrong. The number one demon that needs to be cast out of the church is the demon of religion. You're sleeping with somebody outside of marriage. You're lusting. You're watching porn. You're beating your wife when nobody's looking. You come to church looking all great and stuff, walking around, but you were just out there yelling at your wife, calling her a B-word and all that stuff. And some of you, no offense, but you're in here now. And you ain't manifested yet because you refuse to repent and lose your dignity. He's raising up ministries that's going to kick the door in and tell the devil, let my people go. Redemption and salvation is for the lost. Deliverance is to set the captives free. Deliverance is for the people of God. Deliverance is for the church. I thought it was clairvoyant. I did tarot cards. I'm talking the new age thing. I had psychic friends. I thought it was psychic. I'm here to call this culture to Jesus Christ and cast out demons. Because these signs shall follow them that believe in my name. They shall cast out devils. What's going on guys? What's going on guys? Wednesday night live house party here with you. Man, I hope you're ready for two hours of wonderful grace-filled, Pentecost-filled radio. Oh my goodness, I can't wait for this. And you're going to be hosted by the one and only hey. yeah. 5OS T-Boys. Hey. In the house. Yeah. 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 Boys. Boys. We're the boys. Yeah. 
We them boys. Oh, oh, oh. oh. We them boys. Five away, T boys. Right here tonight, live. Absolutely, 5OST, with your one and only. Your boy, Blue. All that you're gonna do, I'ma be that motivation. I'ma be that motivation. Hard work, dedication. I'ma be that motivation. I'ma be that motivation. With the one and only No Flow DJ No Flow in the house. That's right. Gotta get your gloves on, get in the ring, let's go. We got some victories to win. We got some demons to knock out, devils to go ahead and put to sleep. DJ That's right. What the distance? No flow is here. And, and it's will to survive. What is it? What is it? What is it? No flow. That's right. There's the best part. Right here. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. That's right. Oh my goodness, man. Jesus gives us the eye of the tiger, man. We got to win it. We got to have the desire to win it. We got to have the desire to go ahead and be more than conquerors. Man, I hope you're enjoying it, man. Thank you. If you're listening live to us right now, Wednesday night house party hosted by the 50ST boys, your boy Blue and DJ No Flow. Awesome stuff, man. If you're tuned in on a Friday or Monday encore night that we do, uh, thank you for tuning in as well. We know all ears are good ears. Um, we appreciate you turning in, logging in, pushing the button, even if it's in our on-demand after it's already been broadcast three times. Um, you're pushing that button to listen to us. Thank you very much. We appreciate it. And absolutely. And hey, listen, if you want to give us a call and uh, talk about any subject you want to talk about at all, the number is 833-586-6218. 833-586-6218-umolv.com. 21.8 amplitude in the house. Absolutely. Hey, big things popping tonight. Tonight, today, where we may be right now, what are we doing today on this show that's so special? We are going to be talking about mothers. Yes, today's, today's show is going to be dedicated to all the mothers out there who have labored, worked, taken care of their children. Um, man, I can't say enough about my mother. I'm sure NoFlo has plenty to talk about when it comes to his mother as well. Um, you know, this is the thing, you know, uh, Lucille talked about this on her show Tuesday, which is just last night. You know, 
Understand something. We always say we want our kids to have better. However, we didn't grow up that bad. No, we didn't. We grew, we grew up pretty good. We had things. We moved forward. We learned to adapt. We survived. And we're not in jail. We're not in prison. We're not hung up on all drugs. We know right from wrong. We have a God-fearing heart. What's so wrong with us? Not a whole lot. Exactly. We're, we're, we're in pretty good shape for the most part, right? We are. Yes. Okay. So when people say, I want my kid to grow up better than me, I'm not feeling you on that one. I hate to break it too, but even the lowest of lows, these kids become pretty good. I know some kids who come from very low circumstances uh -huh. who become very good because they went to school, uh -huh. learned to have a trade, um, doctors, lawyers, military, whatever, because they had nothing in their lives to hold on to. And they chose to take the correct, uh, the correct path and become somebody. So right. when people say, oh, I want my kid to grow up better than me, uh, you're not in too bad a shape. What was so wrong with what you had? Exactly. You know, you what? You get your butt whooped when you're bad? Okay, well, that's what's wrong with society today. We don't got enough butt whoopings. No, absolutely. You know, the only drug problem that I had was I got drugged to, I got drugged to church. I got drugged to the to the back room there where I got a whooping. I got drugged to the principal's office when I got in trouble. And I got drugged to the, uh, if I was in the neighbor's house when I got in trouble, I got drugged back home and got a whooping because of that so you know what i tell you what that's the uh, that uh, that's the that's the type of drug problem that i had when i grew up there and i think i came i think i grew up pretty good i'll tell you what you know what i used to live in a neighborhood there where if you got out of line we got a little bit of an echo going on there yeah we do. yeah we do Okay, now see if that works better. Oh, you know, I like to hear myself talk, but not like that. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, so yeah, you know, I lived in a neighborhood there where the neighborhood, if you got out of line with, uh, if you were over at the neighbor's house and you got out of line with a neighbor, the neighbor had permission to go ahead and whip you, and then you had to go home, and then your parents whipped you when you got home. So we so. Uh, we we didn't grow up in a generation there where we got where we got away with a lot of things. We did not, and uh, we turned out pretty good. And, right, right. And that, but that's the point, though, is that we turned out pretty good. We didn't we didn't we didn't have a horrible upbringing. No, we didn't. So let me put it this way: my mother rocked, although she made bad decisions, although she had her ups and downs and did things that were not so favorable. One thing I knew my mom did is she loved me. Yeah. She loved me. And that's what mattered the most. You know, I think it's important that as we, if we talk about mothers tonight, that we talk about those parents who haven't been perfect. And we give a new perspective on on parents who have may have not done everything uh, right. Because listen, you know what? We live in a fallen world where people are going to mess up. You want to know, if you go into a situation, you want to know why... Things are going to go ahead and maybe not go perfect. You want to know why? Why is that? Because there's a human element in every situation that you're involved in. Of course. There's a human element there, which means that there's people that are going to make mistakes. So let's talk about all the good things that mothers do, but let's also talk about some things, some the realistic expectations that we should have there as uh, 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 on parents there. 
and also to there as uh, sons and daughters ourselves there. So we need to have a realistic expectation of what uh, of what can happen so that we don't get offended when certain things do happen there. But you know what's got to happen right now? Yeah, but you know what we got to do? We got to do something very, very important. We got to do something very, 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 very important here. Mm -hmm. And it's this. We've got to make a declaration. Very simple. And so why do we need to make that, to make that declaration? Because when you declare something, you are setting, as I said every week, what are we setting when we declare? We are setting That's boundaries. Standards or standard. We're putting up a standard and we're saying this is what's going to happen now. So, and it's important that we do that because no matter what, again, is going on in your life, as I said every week, Jesus Christ is Lord. Whether you're... Okay, whether well, hold on a second. You just said it. I, well, we're going to repeat man, it again. I, I, was I was waiting for you to we're, say it. We're going to... I'm going to... this guy. <laughs> we're going to declare it again but i want to say that again i'm making this general declaration here jesus christ is lord whether you are whether you, get come on the lord deserves more than that okay there you go uh, is, is the woo button working now it's working uh, okay so no life can be tough Life could be bad. Life could be going good. Life could be going bad. You could be uh, you. You could be making your bed in heaven, or you could be making your bed in hell. It doesn't matter. But what matters is is that Jesus is, is Lord. Lord, regardless. So we say this right now. Declare it now in the name of Jesus over your life, over your mind, over your spirit, over your body, over your soul, over everything about you, who you are where you are and where you're going and even where you've been you know god can redeem your past god can take your past and redeem it and bring it into the future there and clean it up and make it whole again so that your future eventually over uh, overcomes your past and you're and you enter into the destiny that you're called to be in so let's declare it now in the name of jesus Jesus is Lord. And there you go. Dang, I was waiting for that. I, I know, I took a while to get there. Yeah, you, you really you took the scenic route. <laughs> I, I did, I took the scenic route there. Now, so... Okay, everybody, he's already going there. Already. You know, you know what? If, listen, listen. Oh. Here's what. Here's what's gonna happen. What's you know, gonna happen? Do you know that you miss a lot of things when you just want to go ahead and get somewhere real quick, real fast? Yeah, you like the KJV. It's a real quick version. I actually like the getting into the meat and potatoes of things. You like to get into the elongated uh, uh, versions of things. There. Okay. Uh, try to help me make sense of this, okay? You verbally take every scenic route possible to get to a point but biblically you're straight to the point <laughs> i don't understand that help me make that sense just enjoy the ride man enjoy the ride are you kidding me every time we talk you like have every bunny trail possible you go one minute is like 20 minutes which is not bad i'm not complaining about it however biblically one-liner you know that that's just the way it is. I gotta paint the picture for you. Look, you could be Bob Ross. Hold on a bit. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on a minute. You could be Bob Ross, okay, who paints the picture, or you could be somebody that looks at Bob Ross's picture. 
Now, Bob Ross didn't go ahead and take... Bob Ross didn't take a minute to go ahead and paint that picture. He took the scenic route. He went ahead and did it. He went ahead and put it all in the, took the paint, did the, did the whole thing, okay, the brush and everything. You're defending yourself on a verbal level, you're, but you're not giving me any explanation about the biblical level. Listen, because it's not the picture itself. It's the journey to make the picture. Okay. You're not getting me. Miley Cyrus said Woo! it. It's the You're climb. not getting me. You're not okay. getting me. I am getting you. You want to know? Dude, dude, dude. Okay. <laughs> Check this out. Okay. So, everyone out there, listen to us, okay? No flow. DJ No Flow, you get on the phone with this guy. You get him in a room. You talk to him. The dude will talk to you until his lips are blue from no oxygen. He will talk and talk you with the... To, to, <laughs> talk <laughs> like my, my, my D-mob. talking to death. It's beautiful. I love talking to the man, okay? But biblically, dude, even our stuff today is a one-liner. Mine, the Amplified version is three lines. So think of yourself as this, okay, no flow. This is you talking. This is you biblically. <laughs> I, I tell you. you know, oi vey. <laughs> oi vey. All right, I'll take the scenic route on both of them then. Okay, it I'll might take as well. the scenic route. I on, mean, if you're really going to do it, I'll do it all the way. I'll take the scenic route on uh, on telling a story, and I'll take the scenic route. Yeah, well, there you go. On, See? on reading the scripture there, too. There you so, go. See? Okay. How does that sound? Oh, yeah. I think, it, I think we're in good work for you. All right. Okay, so, so today's baseline is Happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day. Okay. Uh, excuse me. Obviously, today is not technically Mother's Day for America. It's Mexican Mother's Day. We went and celebrated earlier, me and the, my wife, my mother-in-law, my niece. We all went and had a bite to eat at a really nice place. I don't know the name of the place. My wife will be here later on so she can elaborate on that. Um, and it's off of a show, um, El Chapo. Not El Chapo, whatever it is called. Um, it, it's, you really have to be in the culture to know that. Like People that go to that restaurant uh -huh. understand that themed that way. It's beautiful, great food. But you're not going to understand what they're doing and how their uniforms and all that unless you understand the show. Mm, okay. Okay. It's themed, right. it's themed completely after the show. Okay. Mm, it's a okay. really good place. It's, it's a beautiful place, though. Anyhow, so we went and celebrated earlier today and had lunch with my mother, mother-in-law. Um, so we know what is it? Sunday is yeah, real, Sunday. real, real Mother's Day, Mother's Day yeah. from for from for USA. Mm -hmm. Okay. So we're going to be. On Friday and on Monday, kind of missing the day a little bit, but we're going to be on there, you know, throughout the next couple days. So, mothers out there, mothers out there worldwide, today's message is out of Proverbs 3110. Okay? The reason, 3110, not because we don't appreciate you, because we do appreciate you. It's not the appreciation. What we are talking about here is we're explaining to everyone what a virtuous mother is or a woman is okay description of a worthy woman it's not about bowing down submissiveness in a non-godly way we're not talking about that we're talking about a woman this is the woman who has standards in her life who practices a conservative background who is a homemaker who 
raises her kids in the ways of God and the ways of reality in a balance. There for their children, but not their friend, their guide, not their homie. Okay. This message is for the women out there who grind it out, who don't complain, who take care of the homes, take care of the marriage, take care of their kids. You know, it doesn't matter who's a breadwinner. It doesn't matter who, who, you know, who's a top, who's on top of the chain. Now, in God's chain of command, the man is head of household. That's God's chain of command. Here, regardless of the fighting and the crying, and you know, no, we're equal. We're equal in a lot of ways. But God's chain of command is the man is the head of the household. The woman runs it. Okay, man, how in the household, woman runs it. I know that because my wife is a homemaker. She is, she runs this house. She, this house runs because she does it. I just help out where I can. Okay, we have to understand this about God's design and how He designed a house father, husband, mother, wife, children, animals. Okay, we have gotten so far from the execution of pecking order of God's system that we believe that we can do whatever we want and we can be whatever we want, whenever we want to be it. Okay, like when they say that gays can get married, gays cannot get married. Marriage is a godly ordination. It has nothing to do with same sex. That's that. It just doesn't work that way. Right. You can call it a marriage, but it's not a marriage. It's a union. Mm-hmm. You can have a civil union, but marriage is designed for the Christian home, the God-fearing home. That's what marriage is designed True. for. Correct. Okay. So we're in a very hot climate in our society right now, where transvestites, homosexuals. LGBTQ are taking the initiative that the Christians didn't. The Christians sat back and said, I'm not going to get involved with this stuff. But LGBTQ did. They jumped all over it. And now you got the transvestites going everywhere, causing all kinds of chaos. Because the climate is so on feeling, not on fact. That makes sense? Yeah. Okay. So, like last week, you know, I was quiet through some some of the first half. I don't believe that we quite understood where I was trying to lead the conversation, which the conversation was fine. Thank you so much, Pastor Tony Gandula. Uh, Tony Gandula, you, you're a fantastic speaker, a fantastic pastor. It was a great time. On my end of it, it hurts my heart that the Christian community the real christians are not stepping up and doing to the culture of christianity what the non-godly society is doing to fear you see what i'm saying so the reason i bring this up is because there's so much misconception about what a household's supposed to do what a mother's job is okay you know okay why is it a job because it's work being a mom is not easy work. No, it isn't. You raise a kid for 18 years, and after the 18th year, you're still responsible because your mother came out of you. 
know what I'm saying? So, the household starts with mom, the household ends with dad. That's how it's supposed to be. You tracking with me? Yes. Okay. Mom is there to put, she is the glue, the dad is the actual instrument. So if you miss any one of those parts, you're going to have an incomplete system. But we don't know how important a mom is. Sorry, guys, you can't be a mom. Yeah, and uh, and listen, let me go ahead and clarify one other thing there. Okay. Uh, a mother is not a birthing person. All right. A mother is a mom. Men cannot be mothers. Nope. Let's get that straight. Yep. Okay. Husbands cannot be wives. Nope. Wives cannot be husbands. Nope. So, let's clarify that now. Bunch of crazy stuff that's going on in this uh, in uh, around us today there with everybody nope. saying, "Oh, I can be what I can, what I whatever I can be." No, you cannot. No, 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 and no. Okay, now if you talk to any one of these celebrities, reality stars who have decided to do that, turn their try to try the best they can to biologically change their sex to match their feelings or what they say they identify by. Talk to them. Talk to them about if it's cute to deal with these new challenges in their lives. To deal with these things that women deal with, but not on the woman level. See, unfortunately, what you guys don't understand is that being a wife, being a mother, being a woman is much more than just going to a doctor's office and having surgery. It's much more than blocking your testosterone hormones yeah. and putting estrogen, estrogen in you. You, change, you are forcing your body to do something unnatural. That's correct. And you're going to have unnatural results. Correct. Okay. Men, biological men, boys, can never be women. That's true. Doesn't matter what you change. Your body still says male. You can't change that. Okay? So, unfortunately, for those out there who have done these surgeries and who are trying to convince the nation or the world that we are going to do what we want, when we want, how we want, there's going to become a breaking point. Mm -hmm. So, moms, wives, ladies, women, kudos to you. For those who take care of their families. Absolutely. Who take care of their husbands, who take care of their children, who look after their animals and love their animals. Women that are Proverbs 31, 10 women. And no flow, I'll let you read the first. Now, why don't you let me read the second? Because that's the shortest one there. That way because I can go ahead and I can go around. I can do this. I can do the scenic route for you there. Because you love to hear your head rattle, and I and I like to see your head rattle. Oh, jeez. All right, here it goes. Okay. <laughs> Proverbs 31:10. All right. An excellent woman. You know what? Hold on. I gotta put these on. It doesn't have the glasses on yet. I don't have my glasses on. That's right. I don't. All right. Okay. Now I do. All right. Description of a worthy woman. An excellent woman. One who is spiritual, capable, intelligent, and 
virtuous. Who is he who can find her? An excellent woman, who is he that can find her? Her value is more precious than jewels and her worth is far above rubies or pearls. Listen. Absolutely. Mothers, you are worth more than jewels and you are above rubies and pearls. You are, you are the most important thing you and your husband, you and your, you know, if you're, if, you're, if you're married, if you're not, you and the father of your children are the most important people in their lives. There is nothing that is worth more than being in the position of being a mother. There is nothing that's, more, that's worthy of more honor than being in the position of a mother. Absolutely. Okay. So he who, what is that saying? She who rocks the cradle, mm -hmm. what does what? rules the world of course so it's very simple you who go ahead and impart can i just say this go ahead. if there wasn't any mary there wouldn't be no jesus. a jesus so okay so let, let's break that down for a second okay i mean i i this is something i struggle with for a lot of my young christian walk so to speak okay people say why mary why was mary chosen okay there's not there's no dinner it, there's no uh, definite answer to that. We don't know what God was thinking. Okay. However, there is side quotes to thinking of why Mary was chosen. Okay. One, at that time that Mary was chosen, God felt that Mary was going to be the best option at her faith level to believe that the Lord can can, can impregnate her. There's a certain level of faith, trusting in God, hearing from an angel. There are certain qualities in that that have to be established for her to even believe that that's the case. Okay, that it wasn't Joseph. Follow me? Right. Okay, so God felt that all the women in the land didn't have those specific traits that would help him accomplish this particular task okay so she has to believe not waver have faith and listen to god then she gets pregnant without having any type of consumption okay now she has to worry about others blaming her for being a w-h-o-r-e yeah because now she got pregnant he isn't the father and how did that work out? So now she has to contend with being being called a whore. True. That's tough. Yeah. Okay. And she has to pull this off for nine months. And then Joseph himself has to believe that she didn't. True. God speaks to him. Hey, she's pregnant with my kid. Yes. Bring the Savior in. The name will be Jesus. That takes a special quality of a human being to be able to believe that and have that faith. You follow me? Yeah. Okay. Nine months and then the birth of Jesus was just a traumatic situation. Couldn't find a place to have a baby. Yeah. Getting rejected everywhere. Had to be born in the manger. Yep. There are certain qualities 
in, in, in faith steps and trust and grace that goes into this, that God felt Mary and Joseph were the only two that could handle that type of pressure. And there was a lot of pressure. Okay. So when you ask, why Mary? Why Joseph? Mm, because they were the ones God felt that could take all this. And also to their Mary, this is why when the angel appeared to Mary and told her that uh, that she that uh, she was going to give birth to Jesus, here's the key thing mm -hmm. that Mary said: mm -hmm. "Be it unto me according to your word." Mm -hmm. She was willing to take the humiliation, the embarrassment. Mm -hmm. She was willing to take the mockery mm -hmm. and all of that to bring forth Jesus into this world. Now, that's what she did as a mother. And listen, let me tell you something. Even after Jesus was born, I am, listen, even after Jesus was born, there were still the rumors that went around that Mary was fooling around. Fooling around. Okay. Be because society that's, that's, because, because society uh -huh. wants to believe that. A scandal is better than salvation in society's eyes. I'd rather believe an assumption than believe a salvation. Because salvation takes it out of your hands. A scandal puts it in your hands. Yeah, that's why that's why gossip. Ooh, that's why that's why lies can go around the world ten times faster than truth. Absolutely, because people find more. They find uh, more. Uh, they find it easier to go ahead and believe a lie. It doesn't take much to believe a lie. It no, doesn't no, take no. much at all. Yeah, because all it is is a piece of truth that you build around. Right, and and then all of a sudden, before you know it, there that lie's gone around a hundred times around the world. There, but truth. Truth takes a matter of you having to go ahead and uh, take faith and 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 believe in what the in, in what it is there, and that takes an extra effort for some people because they don't want to do that. Absolutely, so it's easier to believe something bad about a person than it is to believe of something good about them. You know why that? Why it because it's in our it's in our nature to uh, because it takes sensationalizing tickles the ear it may be true but not fully true it's the skin of truth stretched over a whole eye right so we've seen this example of a mother a woman a wife in Mary Mary's example of what she did and how she held it together and fought for Jesus. Wow. And hey, wow. you know what? Listen also to there uh, when she was uh, she was at she was at Jesus crucifixion. Yes, she and was. you want to know how much Jesus placed uh, the importance of motherhood upon uh, the, you know what? You know how much what Je how much Jesus thought motherhood was important? You know what he did? He said, "Mother, when 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 Jesus was dying on the cross, one of his concerns, besides the fact that he had the whole sin of the world on his shoulder at that moment, as he was dying, 
the whole fate of humanity on his shoulder there. He took time to take care of his mother. He said, mother, here is your son. And he pointed to John. And he said, John, this is your mother. Read it in the scripture that even at the point of death there, Jesus, along with everything else that was placed upon him, mm -hmm. thought about his mother and made sure that she was taken care of uh, to, to the end. So moms, here's the important thing for you to remember. You are a mother because God made you purposely to bring forth and give birth to awesome people, your children. God put that inside of you from the very moment that you were created by the Lord where he made you and formed you in the womb. He put motherly instincts in you. He put those mother, those nurturing instincts in you there because you are called to raise warriors. You're called to raise fighters. You're called to raise people that will change the world. You are called to do that. Think about all the great men and women of God that we've had, and also to their, all the great leaders that we've had. All the great leaders that we've had there, our founding fathers could trace their, could trace their discipline and their character to their mothers. So, moms, you've got an awesome calling on your life. You've got an awesome responsibility on your life there. And again, now listen, you said that I was taken that I that I was straight to the point there when it comes to this. So I'm taking the scenic route now, okay? <laughs> All right. An excellent woman, one who is spiritual, capable, intelligent, and virtuous. Who is he that can find her? Her value is worth was more precious than jewels. And her worth is far above rubies and pearls. Moms, you are far above, you are worth more than any jewel in this world. And you are worth, and you are worth more than any career. You're worth more than any position. You're worth more than any title. You are, you carry one of the greatest titles in the world. Yes, you do. A mother. Yes, you do. What a beautiful, beautiful responsibility. Yes. Awesome. Massive. Yes. Tiring. Yes. Patience testing. Yes. All of that. But every inch of it worth it through and through. And mom, as long as I'm talking about mother's here, I'll talk about my mom. My mom had the guts enough in 1979 to make the decision to come over to the United States and bring her children over here for a future. Yes! 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 Amen. She needs one more of those. Yes! And you know what? We're going to throw in an acknowledge me. Okay? Acknowledge me! So, she came over to the United States in 7980 with two boys. 
no guarantee of anything worked her fingers off cleaning apartments filthy disgusting apartments for a living we lived in a and we lived in a two-room apartment there with my aunt so just a picture two boys a mother and an aunt in the same house two-bedroom apartment there no bigger than probably the two rooms here that you have at your house here and we made it through she made it she worked it she did it so mm -hmm. mom and to this day she still gives she still uh, gives more than anybody that I ever know does more than, she, than anybody I ever know she's 80 she's almost 82 years old and she doesn't know how to slow down so mom I love you and I wish that I could give you everything that you have given us and that's the truth well well said <laughs> so you know one day I hope maybe I might be able to meet your mom one day you know you have never met my mom nope never she's five foot two and she's probably about a maybe about a hundred pounds soaking wet but boy, I tell you, don't get her mad. I know. I have a wife like that. Don't get her mad. Because <laughs> she'll grow into a seven-foot giant, okay? Oh, yeah. And she will spit you out, chew you up, and tear, uh, you know, tear you inside out. Give, give you a run for your money. Absolutely. Well, I have two. Well, I have three, actually. My mother was growing up, you know. I grew up, and my mom was dealing with some stuff in her life. Um, we lived through that, Built a lot of stuff, hustle in the streets, you know, lived in the streets, dealt with the streets. Um, a lot of knowledge, a lot of wisdom through it. Hard times, good times, much so good times. My mother always made sure that me and my brother knew we were loved. Little things that she did were sick little things she did we had our baseball games or whatever little things she did um just to say i love you those are priceless and you know i have a great relationship with my mom um there was times through the religion that me and her did not see eye to eye but you know she's been out here a couple times now because she lives in chicago um and she has been just a dream. I mean, you know, you get older, you have other difficulties you got to deal with, but she's supportive. She's, I mean, she's more gangster than me. She, she'll tell you straight up how it is. Um, so my mother, I love you from the bottom of my heart. I hope you have a wonderful Mother's Day weekend. Um, and that's, it's a wonderful thing. My mom's a beautiful person. Um, then I have my mother-in-law. Which I, I could not ask for a better mother-in-law. She is a beautiful soul. Giving, caring, loving. Never complains. Um, just a beautiful, beautiful person. And she raised my wife. Which, you know, that's just another, a whole other story. I mean, my, my wife, you know, on all levels is, is just the proper 31 woman. Uh, 
and I don't say that lightly. I say that because I know what it is, and the virtues are definitely in her. So, uh, three of them: my mom, my mother-in-law, my wife. Um, they all are extremely special to me. They mean more than any other living human being on this earth to me. And it's just reality, you know. When me and my wife got re re renewed our vows, um, they were there. My mom walked me down the aisle and her mom walked her down the aisle. It was a special moment. And we will always remember that. Good stuff. So you know, I just met your mother-in-law today before we came on the air. Uh -huh. And so uh, what a beautiful lady there. Yeah, soft, soft hearts. You know, just, just an amazing person. So, you know, and that's not easy to say when it comes to mother-in-laws and son-in-laws and all that stuff. In-laws usually bring you the grief, you know. <laughs> uh that, that gives me room for my joke. Go ahead. Joke. All right. Here it goes. You ready? Okay. All right. What's the difference between outlaws and in-laws? I have no idea. Outlaws and in-laws? Oh, boy. What? The outlaws are wanted. <laughs> <laughs> he just said that. He just said that. Oh, we oh my. What's the difference between outlaw and in-law? Outlaws are wanted. Oh. <laughs> all right, all right. You know what? That was a perfect segue. As soon as you know, because I had no intent, I had no idea I was going to give that joke until you said until you mentioned about you're thinking laws. like me now. <laughs> okay, all right. All so, right. my so, Mother's Day to the mother there. Proverbs thirty-one ten. The description of a worthy woman. Your your turn. Okay, so out of the dusty <laughs> KJV version. Oh my goodness, that's so dusty. I gotta really, I gotta, we got some spick and span around. Ladies and gentlemen, we go through this every time whenever he talks to you about, whenever he talks about the King James oh version. Oh my goodness, okay? this thing right here is so I dusty. said nothing about the amplified version today you know, at all, but this is so dusty. obviously he's got some hangups. This is so dusty that I have to, I can actually write my, my name in the dust on the if book. If you have a dusty Bible, that means you haven't read it. No, that means, okay. it, that means it's old. It's old, old. Oh, yeah, no, all right, all right. All right, so here's what it says. Who can find a virtuous woman? For her price is far above rubies. Man, that is a one-liner. Didn't that get straight to the point? Wasn't it? Capable, intelligent, and virtuous. I'd like to have some more more, more meat and potatoes to this. <sighs> I'm okay. telling you. I mean, I mean, if you're putting down the one-liners, I mean, that was no with the behemoth. You know, I mean, they're talking, they're talking all kinds of Shakespearean. A, a, a what it? Okay, so you what, so you telling me one line of Shakespearean is the way you go? What if you talk about it? No, okay. So do you think they're really talking like that when they're... Answer that question to me. Do you, what? Do you think they were talking like that back in them days? Obviously they were, yes. I don't think so. They were not, I cometh to you in the summit of the dais. That Shakespearean stuff, that wasn't the normal language. That was, that was showing off. <laughs> my goodness okay okay so let's All go right, let's, let's go, go back let's, to it okay so the notes here check this out this begins a famous passage in the old testament okay ot old testament the ideals given in these verses are often referred to as a description of a proverbs 31 woman or wife like we've been saying okay the virtues explained are not overly male but some are more stereotypically associated with men okay so we have they're not stuck to women 
but they are right. stuck to women. I know it's kind of it's kind of a kind of a two way street there, but we have to understand that these are also men qualities. They're not just only women, but these right. describe a very good woman, right? So sure. they're social men, such as business acumen and leadership. Okay, so when you're talking about these type of virtues, capable, super spiritual, intelligent, and virtuous, men can have those too. Not just women. Women, can, men can have that too. I mean, a virtuous man is pretty. It's pretty tough to find nowadays. True. Okay. So, yet Scripture here explicitly applies these to a woman, though. Okay, because the Proverbs are the one we're talking about a woman specifically, but we don't want to get off the idea that these could be men involved too. But in this particular Proverbs thirty-one ten Scripture. We're talking about women specifically. Okay, so hope you understand that. Hope you're tracking with me. Okay. I'm tracking with you. This demonstrates that women are capable of those strengths as well. So all we're doing is saying men are like this, are supposed to be, but women are capable of the same thing. These are not physical. These are not society's way of saying we're equal, so to speak. What this is saying is that men should be this way women are capable of this too that's why proverbs 31 woman is a very elite description because it raises the bar to women to be just like men or what women's what men's supposed to be you tracking on me all right okay excuse me okay let me find out where i'm at okay as well while some common commentators attempt to interpret an excellent wife to mean the Old Testament law. Okay. So just because we are interpreting that this is the only way a woman should be doesn't mean it's the only way it should be. The interpretation is this is the only way it describes it. But it's also described in the New Testament. Just not the same exact way. You see what I'm saying? Interpretation can mess you up if you're not in the Holy Spirit. True. Okay. An excellent wife, okay? So, the church or the Holy Spirit, there is no valid reason to do so. So, let me reread that one again, okay? While some commentators attempt to interpret an excellent wife to mean the Old Testament law, the church or the Holy Spirit, there is no valid reason to do so. Tracking with me? Got it. Okay. The, the depiction is straightforward of a woman a virtuous godly character so what it's trying to say is do not stick it only to one thing yes these are the roots of a of a virtuous woman of a proverbs 31 woman but it, it expands it does more it achieves more there's more to it the old the new testament has so many more gems about this particular topic don't just get stuck in religion and say, it's only this. Although this is good, excellent, fantastic, over the top, it doesn't mean it's the only example. Tracking? Yes. Anything you want to add to that? Well, it's very true. And so these these virtues there, I mean, we can go ahead and we can apply it. Uh, we can apply it to, it can be applied to men and women there. In this case here, it's specifically pointing out women, and the and so 
And also to there, I was thinking about in the scripture there where it talked about, it talks about how in our, where it mentions especially about Old, Old Testament law. All right. It says Old Testament law there. It goes in the New Testament there. It talks about, about uh, women having a godly character. Not so much on the outward appearance there, but on the inward appearance. Amen. Okay. And I'm going to throw this in here. And we talked about this, I think, with the last time when uh, when we had uh, Chili on uh, on a couple of uh, a few weeks ago. Okay. A while ago. Did you know? And I believe this with all my heart. And uh, as long as we're talking about husbands and wives, we're talking about well, especially mothers. Did you know, boy blue? That I believe mm-hmm. that the man has the greater responsibility to care for the wife than the wife does the man. Now, the wife obviously has to do her part and care for the man. But in scripture, it says, husbands, love your wives. And this is the level, this is the standard that the husbands have to love their wives uh, in. This is the standard they need to meet. What is it? As Christ loved the church and gave his life for it to present it a spotless bride. That is the responsibility of the male, not the female. It is the responsibility of the male to love their wives as Christ loved the church. That's a very, very, very hard a very high standard to live up to. But here's what happens. When we live up to it, right after that, it says, wives, love your husbands. Right. So if husbands will love their wives as Christ loved the church, then the wives will have no problem loving their husbands. Come on now. True. True. But see, that's why it's virtuous. That's why it's virtuous. So. So. That is that is uh, the, that is the, standard that God has for the family there. And listen, have you if you read the rest of Proverbs 31, the rest of Proverbs 31 talks about the wife, the mother being a business person, mm-hmm. having business, uh, having, a, having a knack for business there, knowing how to take care of the things of her family, knowing how to go ahead and take care of those needs there, mm-hmm. and all of those things. And so that's that's why she's she. Look, let's point this out here. All right. Mm-hmm. Can anybody get married? Listen to my, my question. How easy is it for somebody to get married? Simplistic. So simplistic. It's done thousands of times a day. Right. All right. Now. So. Here's the reason why I have waited so long to be married. Okay. Here it goes. Mm-hmm. Her price is far above rubies. Her price is worth more than pearls. Okay. What I have to wait a long time for, all right, is going to be absolutely 100% worth it there. Okay. I can get that. I will not lower my wife's standard as a person there by just going out and 
getting married to anybody. Okay, that's fair enough. You see what I'm saying? I do. Does it make I sense? Do. Yes, I do. Okay. There's only one person for me. She's out there somewhere. I don't, you know, I don't yeah, know. At least you acknowledge it. By the way, if you are out there, please hurry up. Okay, thank no, you. No kidding. <laughs> you know, I've heard, I've heard. <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> I've oh. heard it been said many times. Well, she's right around the corner. Well, what corner? The Chinese wall? <laughs> Seriously? Come on. Oh, my goodness, guys. May I, again, happy Mother's Day to all the mothers. We're going to our break. Um, is that, it an hour already? Yeah, it's about an that. hour. That's crazy. Yeah, that's crazy, isn't it? I want you guys to call in. Call in if you're uh, in the second half. Call in if you're uh, mother's verbal expressions. If you want to do a shout out to your mom, call us. Give us a call. What's, okay. number, what's the number flow? 833-586-6218. UMOLV.com. 21.8 yep. Amplitude. All over there. With so, attitude. With attitude. So give us a call. Let us know, okay? Definitely. We'll be back. We'll be back.
light at the end of the tunnel, the break of the day. After the darkest night, chasing all the evil away. You're my flowers and sunshine, cherries and red wine, diamonds that came fine, shining through hard times. You're the angel on earth, the proof there's a God, the reason to keep on going. You're my light in the dark. The first star in the sky and the last to leave. And when I'm traveling through the night, I feel the light on me, cause she's an angel. Time, I never thought I'd see a face Ain't a woman alive that could take my mama's place Suspended from school, was scared to go home I was a fool with the big boys breaking all the rules Shed tears with my baby sister Over the years we was poor than other little kids And even though we had different daddies The same drama when things went wrong we blamed mama I reminisce on the stress I caused It was hell, hugging on my mama from a jail cell Elementary, hey, I see the penitentiary one day. Running from the police, that's right. Mama catch me, put a whoop into my backside. And even as a crack fiend, mama, you always was a black queen, mama. I finally understand for a woman, it ain't easy trying to raise a man. You always was committed, a poor single mother on welfare. Tell me how you did it, there's no way I can pay you back. But the plan is to show you that I understand You all appreciate Tell us it was fair No love for my daddy Cause the coward wasn't there He passed away And I didn't cry Cause my anger Wouldn't let me feel For a stranger They say I'm wrong And I'm heartless But all along I was looking for a father He was gone I hung around with the thugs And even though they sold drugs They showed a young brother love I moved out Started really hanging I needed 
money of my own, so I started slanging. I ain't guilty, cause even though I sell rocks, it feels good putting money in your mailbox. I love paying rent when the rent's too. I hope you got the diamond necklace that I sent to you. Cause when I was low, you was there for me. You never left me alone because you cared for me. And I can see you coming home after work late. You're in the kitchen trying to fix us a high plate. You're just working with the scraps you was given. And mama made miracles every Thanksgiving. But now the road got rough, you're alone. You're trying to raise two bad kids on your own. And there's no way I can pay you back. But my plan is to show you that I understand. You all appreciate And dear mama, you all appreciate it. and I reminisce, cause through the drama I can always depend on my mama. And when it seems that I'm hopeless, you say the words that can get me back in focus. When I was sick as a little kid, to keep me happy there's no limit to the things you did. And all my childhood memories are full of all the sweet things you did for me. And even though I act crazy, I gotta thank the Lord that you made me. There are no words that can express how I feel. You never kept a secret, always stayed real. And I appreciate how you raised me and all the extra love that you gave me. I wish I could take the pain away. If you can make it through the night, there's a brighter day. Everything will be alright if you hold on. It's a struggle every day, gotta roll on. There's no way I can pay you back. But my plan is to show you that I understand. You all appreciate it. Dear mama. Know that I love you more than you will ever 
Sometimes I want you to see that you see that Kiss you and fall in love all over again In the morning when you leave it I start to miss my best friend You're my better half like a twin You can plead my words when I begin We don't have to be validated But love will always make it No, I can't imagine not having you by my side Everything you are and all you do I'm still in love with you More than you ever know Just like the stars in a thousand skies More than you ever know Deeper than the place where the ocean floor lies You're still What's up, y'all? What's up, y'all? Welcome back to the Wednesday Night Live House Party. Happy Mother's Day to everyone out there rocking and rolling with us. Whether it's day, nighttime, no matter what it may be, you're live with us right now. And guess what? Guess who's hosting the Wednesday Night House Party? Five Orange Steve Boys. 
5OSD boys. Aye. That's right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Aye. Yeah, yeah. 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 Boys. Yeah. 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 We the boys. Holla. We the boys. We the boys. We the boys. With your one and only your boy Everybody know who that was for? Lucille is in the house. Lucille is in the house. Welcome. Welcome to the house party, Lucille. Thank you. Thank you guys for having me. Oh, my goodness, man. It has been great. Awesome. Fantastic. Beautiful. Generous. Oh, all the words. And that's uh, that's the amplified version of uh, of having a good time. Yeah, that's not the one-liner. Yeah, okay. Gotcha. (laughs) All right. Okay, so let's... We all, as we all know, it's Mother's Day special today. Okay, honoring mothers across the world. 
Yes. Happy Mother's Day to all the mamas out there. Even the ones that play mama and they think that they're not doing a you know a job that it's like it's not my son but they're still doing it also for them because it's hard it's i think care of those kids net fuse and everything and it's hard you know that that brings me a, uh, brings up a good point lucille uh also to their to all of those stepfathers and stepmothers out there yes. all right let's listen let's go ahead and just tackle this for a minute you want to know why the word step is in front of the word father and mother? Because they stepped up. Woo! They stepped up. Wow. They took the place, okay, <gasps> of somebody Whoa. else there, whether to whatever circumstance it was, but they stepped up and became the father to those children, and they stepped up and became the mother to those children. And by the way, I don't think that there's any type of hyphen when it comes to being fathers and mothers. Yes. Mm. Very simple. Boy. Even boy. if they're not your own. Yes. They're in, they, you may not have ever, you may not have given birth to them in your stomach, but you gave birth to them in your heart. Yes. Yes. So. I, man, you don't smoke. Because uh, people use step, usually it's negative. That's, that's the first mm. thing you say. Well, it's my stepdad. People right away think negative, but it's not. You you made a good point. That's very right. No, they stepped up. Mm. Yeah, there's no stepdad in the kingdom of heaven. Okay, we and there's no stepmom so you, in the kingdom. Me, of heaven. Exactly. Are you telling me Joseph was not a stepdad? Joseph was a. <laughs> he had to step up, brother. Joseph had to step up because he had God. The, he had to match up with God the Father. Woo. Okay. Yes, okay, we're, we're talking about this on the before the break. Wow. Good stuff, man. Okay, yeah. so let, let's go on to the second paragraph, right? All right, let's do it. Okay, so we're talking about how the virtues in, in Proverbs 31 are not just stuck to men or stuck to women. They're stuck to both. Okay. They go for both. Okay, we're talking, we're talking about capable, spiritual, intelligent, and virtuous. Okay. Okay, so it's not just the Old Testament law. There is plenty of examples in the New Testament talking about this. It's just, we don't have a whole list of them right in front of us, but we get the point. Okay? So, just as men of integrity are not common, Proverbs 26, this verse notes that few women attain these qualities. Why is that? Why do few women obtain these qualities? Because they're virtuous. They take a special type of leveling up to get to that. Uh -huh. Okay? Women who are not God-fearing women typically don't have those virtues or those qualities. Because they have to line up with the word of God. That's so true. Follow me? Mm -hmm. Right, That's right. So true. Can I say something about that? Sure. Because I, you know, I myself am guilty of that. And I have people that have told me that, that they have said... Well, I'm a good person. I'm a good this. I'm a good that I do this. But they're not God fearful. They don't they don't have God like that. They want the titles, but they don't want the responsibility. And they ask me why is things going wrong? And I tell them because I've been there where I question myself the same thing and say, Well, I'm a good daughter, this and that, I could do this. But I was missing the big piece which was God. Yep. 
was me giving my heart to God. And when I gave it to him, I understood so many things, how it, 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 it's not only being a good person. Yep, it's true. More. The it's good person a... part is a title. The virtues behind it are hard to live by because they take you out and put God in. Okay. So Abraham wanted to find the right wife for his son Isaac. So he sent a trusted servant on a mission to find her. His mission was successful, and he credited the Lord with the success, as in Genesis 24:48. When a man trusts the Lord and is guided to the right woman, he will discover that she is far more precious than jewels. So that's as I was. You were, you were just speaking about that. I was just break. speaking about that. Uh, uh, you know, just before the break there. The you know, there's so many people out there that want to go ahead and they they want to they want to go ahead and get married. Getting married is the easiest thing in the world, as we as we talked about earlier. Right. Everybody, right? there's thousands of marriages a day. Thousands of marriages a day, but at the same time, there's also thousands of divorces a day. Well, I, do you think there's more divorces than marriages? Uh, at this moment, right now, I think uh, think it's what almost uh, either equal to the marriages, or maybe you know, a little more. Somewhere around there, I I would I would stutter stutter to believe that there might be an equal to that that marriages and divorces are kind of equal because it take the marriage you can just go down and get it on paper and you're done. Mm -hmm. Right, divorce takes a little <laughs> more a, to do that. That's a little bit a little but bit harder. Separations, yeah, separations, yeah, are more in the works than marriages are, and I and the reason why we're the reason why we're going down this road with Mother's Day is because I wanted people to understand that it isn't just about giving birth. It's yeah, about your virtuosity of that. who you are and why you should hold on to these qualities as a mother. Because it's one thing to say, okay, you can be a mother, you gave birth to a child, and that's it. But a virtuous woman as a mother, you want... If men and if fathers and mothers followed somewhat to the biblical standard, I don't think you'll have that big of a problem, right? You track with me, right? Yeah. Okay. Because you look online, look over, look here, look here. You start seeing fatherless and motherless children who are doing just absolute insane stuff. True. Yes. Very true. All you gotta do is go online. You find Clown World. You find a fallen society. You find all these different things, and they're all sites that that show the immorality of humanity. Yes. Okay. We were talking about this earlier about these two knuckleheads that went in the grocery store, got opened up an ice cream, licked the ice cream, and put it back in the cooler, yes. and ran off smiling. Yeah, I, I don't I don't get it. You know, I don't get that that type of uh, I don't get that type of irresponsibility there. But then again, you have to say to yourself, they're aware. Not that the parents are always uh, going to be at fault, but you got to say, what's going on? What is the where's the discipline that they uh, where's the discipline there to be to be normal human beings and not do stupid things? That's right. That's okay. Right. So. You, this, this is what you're, you're, you're giving a question, I'll give you an answer. Clout. They're clout chasers. Okay. okay. Mm -hmm. People are so hungry for attention on any level they can get it, that they don't care about the consequences behind that. Okay, Cons we, don't, we have a very unconsequential society. 
Okay, if you not noticed that already, our society is super con unconsequential. Okay, except if you you're 18 years old and you shoot a gun five blocks from the school and it hits somebody at a school, now you have 24 felonies. Besides that, okay, yeah. you get what I'm saying? Yeah, that that just happened. Or just, you can uh, be on yesterday. A, or you can be on a before. subway or on a bus for that matter. Your kid's acting all kinds of crazy. A lady steps up and says something to you. You smack her in the face and nothing happens to you. And I'm talking about all things I've seen today. This is not stuff I've seen a week ago. This is actual today stuff I've seen. Yeah. Where people are acting that type of out-of-pocket. You don't tell my kids what to do. I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll tell your kid what to do. Well, I'll okay. tell you right now. I don't care what you believe or what your background is. If I see you slap a female, I don't care how big and bad you are, we're going to have words. Yeah, and we're gonna, may, there's going to be an issue. Okay. And no one did anything. Yeah, there was there was, there was no action on anyone's part in that. We have a society that doesn't want to get involved. That's the thing. Right now, uh, me and you both are mm -hmm. into firearms. That's our, one of our things. Yes. Okay. There is a certain brain process behind that type of responsibility. We right. know that consequence. Yes. Okay. Now, for me. I have no problem taking that consequence from my loved ones. True. If my wife is getting hurt, wife's being threatened, our lives are being threatened, I'll take that consequence to save our lives. Because my wife will know why I did it. Absolutely. Okay? My mother, her mother. Same thing. True. Anything outside of that? I would do it. I would uh, I would protect my friends and family, uh, my well, my family and friends in that order there without any without any thought or consequence of uh, to uh, to what takes place. I guess it would be a situational thing. Like for me, okay, in the church, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Spiritual family, wife's there. Yep, <laughs> you're getting lead poisoning. I took that from you. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, okay. We had that discussion last week, didn't we? Yes. Yes, we did. Yes. yes. Okay. Okay. Uh. But <laughs> the reason I bring that up is because because of lack of mothers and fathers, we, we have to deal with the clowns. We got to deal with the clowns. Because, you know, because we don't have any ringmasters, we got to deal with the clowns. Exactly. Now, I brought this up to Lucille earlier, and she told me she already seen that video. Of the yeah. ice cream deal. Yeah, so for those who don't know, and now I haven't seen the video myself there, but I've seen some other goofballs do it before. Yes. Where they go ahead, they go into the grocery stores, they take the tops off the frozen ice cream, and they lick the tops, they lick the frozen ice cream, put it back, put the top back on, and put it back into uh, into the, uh, the, the the refrigerator. You know, that that type of behavior, that type of behavior, you know, and can I just say this? Sure. I think that's a big part of us becoming an entitled, uh, uh, entitled society. Yes. You are not entitled to anything. I have news for you. You are not entitled to anything. Okay? No, sir. No matter who you are, no matter whether you be white, black, whether you right. be Mexican, Asian, like, you know, whatever it may be, you as a human being are not entitled to anything per se, okay? 
So, except I'll for... Say, I'll tell you what you're tied to. You're tied to a good old-fashioned butt whooping. That's what you're entitled to. Yeah, so guess what? And when you get out of line with people, all right, don't expect them to go ahead and accommodate you when you get out of line with them. Absolutely. All right? We're in the Constitution. Yeah. <laughs> okay. They say, uh, am I, uh, are you entitled to me accommodating you when you get out of line? And I say that, I, I know it's nowhere in the Constitution, but it's nowhere in normalcy. It's nowhere in normalcy at all there where I'm supposed to go ahead and say, well, you know what? This guy's having, this guy's having a, a bad day. Yes, of course we do that as human beings, sir. But guess what? You're not entitled to, if you act like a goofball, okay, goon. All right, then expect to be treated like one. It's very simple. There you go. So, anyways, so I'm just, anything you want to add, Dusil? Yeah, because yeah. I, I was hearing him earlier when he said that he, like, when he uh, his neighbors will correct him. And my neighbors never spanked me, but they did correct me. And I remember my dad saying, if she gets out of hand, you could tell her to stop. You could uh, let me know. They'll let it, they'll tell the neighbors, like, she needs to behave. She needs, she knows how to act in somebody's house, you know? So the neighbors already knew, like, send me home, yell at me or something. They never spanked me because I was good in their home. But you're right. My parents gave them that authority to step up. Well, that's what happened. And, and not getting offended. Oh, you yelled at my kid? Oh, my God. No, no, no. Like, what is it? No. No, no, no. no. My, my parents, no. My parents will get offended. You'll get embarrassed. Like, how dare you behave like that at their home? Now, you know, that was when neighbors were trustworthy. trustworthy. Exactly. Now, let me just put it to you like this, okay? Back in the day, when again, when I went to school, back before... That before paper was created, uh, I, I knew you were going to say something. Lord. I knew you were going to say something. Back when we were still chiseling our uh, 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 lessons on stone, okay? Uh, <laughs> Acknowledge me. <laughs> Let me put it to you like this: the most feared person in the world in uh, at school was the principal. Yes. Oh yeah, good God. Listen, I, I will tell you one thing. You know what they used to do? If you got out of line with the teacher, this is what they did. They put you out. They put you out uh, outside in the hallway. And if the principal was walking down that hallway and he saw you there, you knew your that name you was well, just may as well write your last will and testament. Because the way that they did it back then and there was they took you to the office there. And it didn't matter what your excuse was, you got a whipping. And then they would notify your parents. Oh, there my you goodness. go. Talk about the Reagan years. <laughs> Reagan years? No, this was before, man. This was back in, this would have been like Carter, uh, Ford and Carter years. Yeah, oh, Ford and Carter years, man. Oh, my goodness. Anyways, so, uh, you know, know what it did? What what no, what yeah. what you won't be catching that now? Oh man, I tell you, but it, what it did was it taught us respect. Yes. It taught us to be honorable. It taught us to be uh, behave, and it taught us to be sensible human beings. Don't go doing stupid things. Respect. You know, um, when my like, cause I was well, I was a little trouble at school, so when my dad would come to school and talk to the principal, and I try to raise my voice. My dad just gave me that look like. And my dad would used to tell me, "Don't you dare talk back to that teacher." But they did. 
she's there to teach you I mean my dad used to tell me you respect her she's there to teach you if I hear it yeah. you know he you know they tell you you know parents now like they fight with the teachers instead of talking to the teacher they, they go and fight why did you do to my kid but um, you know well, I'm not your babysitter, so there, there's that part right there. I'd be so embarrassed. Yeah, I'm not the babysitter for your kid there. And by the way, your kid's in my room now, not your home. And so he goes by my rules and what I want to have done. And same thing with you. See, that's why I would <laughs> I would never be a teacher. No, me neither. Because I would get, you know, I just would never be a teacher because that's the first thing that I would say is, this, by the way, when your child is at your house, he goes by your rules. When he's at my house, he goes by mine. I don't care about your rules. Yeah. And I'm not going to go ahead and be concerned about that. This is what your child's going to do. And if you don't like it, I'm going to go ahead and take care of it. You know, when I used to, um, when I would babysit other kids and they will be acting crazy or say stuff and they'll tell me, but, oh, my mom, that's me. I said, that's in your house. I said, not in my house. Mm -hmm. And even, even Lou used to tell them, you will not talk to your mom that way in front of me. We got into different discussions with their mothers because he corrected them. Like, you will not speak to your mother that way because they they'll say bad things to their mother in front of us. Yeah, really. And he would jump in. He didn't care. And he says, they don't like it. They don't need to come back. Simple as that. Mm -hmm. and, and we actually lost a friendship over that. Over a 19-year-old boy talking back to his mother. And he defended it. And no, we don't regret it. You, you yeah, will not. I mean, it, it boils down to this, okay? I don't disrespect my mom. Never did. Me neither. Okay, my mom, what is my heart? She gave birth to me. Real talk. It's, it's truth. So, I cannot, I can't tolerate the this, stand, this standard of disrespect. Okay? So, we, we, we're friends. Mm -hmm. Yet we, you know, we can speak openly to each other. And when this situation happened, I laid into him. Like, you ain't gonna do that here. Okay? Because I said that to him, his mother came out of pocket. Yeah. Can you believe that? It's like, how dare you? I'm not gonna come over no more. Uh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Now, now, in the midst of that aggravation, uh -huh. there was none of your business, you should have gotten involved. Uh, yes, I should have, and yes, I'm going to. And I, I'll do it every time because you're not going to disrespect in front of me. Okay, it's not going to happen. So, if people kept that standard in a day-to-day -day life, yeah, yeah, you're going to lose friendships, but you're going to have a lot more respect for people. True. Okay, you can only use the the bystander effect so much. What that is? You know what a bystander effect is? Just standing by, I guess. My side effect is the excuse of not doing anything in a time of crisis. I think our pastor talked about it this week. Uh, this, I, I don't know if you if you heard what he taught, what happened uh, with with him, but just to give you an example, our pastor Jose Bovina there talked about how he was in a grocery store, and there were two men that were uh, that were. Uh, um, confronting one of the employees and the employee had to be a good eight or nine eight, eight eight inches shorter than these other two men the employee there was being was being uh verbally attacked by these two men who mm -hmm. were a lot bigger than him and not only that but they did push and shove him now 
Now, my pastor was just wanted to scream, are there any men here who can take care of this? And now, had I been there, I probably would have gone ahead and said something. Because, you see, everybody says, don't get involved. And we can bring this back to the Christian culture, too. Don't get involved. Don't get involved. Well, here's the problem with that. And here's the issue. If you don't get involved, it will not be taken care of. Absolutely. It will not be taken care of. That's why we sit up, you know, here's the example. You see two men attacking a, 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 an employee who's just trying to do his job and go by and go by whatever policy that store has. Guess what? Okay. Those two men are not going to learn. Okay. That if you go ahead and get out of line, somebody's going to go ahead and clap back at you. Yeah. Because All right. someone more bigger than you and there's someone more that's my dad always told me you think you're tough there's someone more tougher than you so i always have that in mind you know yeah this See, the thing is is in, in the you know we, we get the whole saying of uh mind your own business no and i got i got a health i got a healthy whoop whooping for you handing out butt whooping 99 free 99s to you and i'm thinking to myself okay i understand the concept of what you're trying to say okay yes there are some nosy people in this world for no reason. I get that. I also don't understand you always using I'm going to film it and I'm not going to get involved as a way yes. of a way of diversion because you don't want the consequence of it. But the problem is, is that you watch so many videos online of people just standing there filming someone getting their yes. tail beat and they're laughing. I've seen several videos where someone's just getting destroyed and videotaped and no one's helping. Nobody's doing anything. Okay. Now, I did see one video today that was actually kind of funny where two girls are about to get at it, they're about to duke it out, and uh, one girl grabbed a hammer and she was swinging a hammer at another girl like three or four different times. Another girl pulls out some mace and hits her in the face with mace, stops the whole thing. <laughs> yes. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I. I I don't, I don't understand that. There's a lot of things that happen and I don't videotape it because I, I'm not going to videotape it. I just rather do something about it. Videotape it is not, yeah. it's not a alley. I just want to get, well, how come you didn't videotape it? Because I don't need proof. Yeah, people are not uh, likes. People are not, oh, you know, let's tell me, let's see how no, many likes. That's what happened. The social yeah. media made, like, there are people who only communicate through social media. Their parent is social media. They're, they're, they're keyboard gangsters and computer screen parents. <laughs> keyboard warriors. You know? So you rather have your child raised by the internet and by social media than you actually getting involved in saying something. So I, I think that it can be all it can all go back to what we've been talking about this whole time. Uh, parenting. Okay, now let me get let's just go ahead and get one thing straight here. Mm -hmm. You can be the best parent in the world. And your and your daughter and, and your son and daughter can still turn out to be yes. goofballs. Okay, yes. so you know it's not always the parents' response. Uh, it's not always going to be the parents there. But when a when a father and a mother take their place and take a, a leadership, and it's something that you said earlier there that uh, was really good. Being a father and mother is not being their best friend. Yes, I don't care about being their best friend. That's right. I care about raising 
godly men and women, young men and women, and I'm going to be the one that's going to do that. And I don't care how much it offends anybody or what they feel like at that moment. There, it doesn't matter to me. I'm going to raise you the way that you're supposed to be raised. Now, when parents step, uh, take their responsibility and step up to that and be that disciplinarian, be that person there that's going to be, uh, listen, it's either them or it's going to be the police, okay? Oh, do you, you watch that video? Which video? Video where the cops arrive right at the house, knock on the door, we got a police call, a complaint call, a little kid walks out. See, I'm the one to call. Oh, yeah, yeah. I know which one you're talking about. Yeah. And that policeman gave uh, gave that kid a uh, gave that kid um, uh, some, some truth medicine. Some truth medicine. Yeah. He, he he straightened up real quick. I've I've actually seen that. I know which one you're talking about. Uh, wow, if that was a case more often, do <laughs> you, you think these kids would be cutting up as much? And uh, let me yeah. add something to what he uh -huh. said about sometimes he, he's very right. Sometimes good parents end up having wild childs, you know. But as a parent, like, for example, I'm going to give an example of my mom. One of my sisters is not in the right path. But my mom does not open the door to that. You will not bring your crap in my house. Absolutely. You will not... Well, don't you care to be around your daughter? Not like that. I don't care. Because that's not how I raised her. My mom says that's not what I showed her. That's not the sample I gave her. This is not what I busted my butt for. So, no. she When she changes, I'll, I'm always going to be here for her. Yeah, absolutely. But not with that. Because a lot of parents say, well, I'd rather have her with me than not have her at all. You know? But let her do all her stuff in my house. <laughs> no, I know, no. That's, that's wrong. No, 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 no. Yeah, it's, it's, not, it's not how that works. <laughs> exactly. So when I, I'm so proud of my mom for doing that because I know it hurts her. I know it hurts her. But she says, no, no, that's not how I raised her. She will not bring that in my house. She will not bring none of her nonsense in my house. And she will not call me with none of her nonsense. True. And that's what what do we do when we do that we set boundaries what do we talk about in the beginning of the show all the time boundaries that's what we set yeah we said we set boundaries to let other people understand that although we're open to what you have to say and we'll give you the floor this show this whole station for the matter is the holy spirit jesus Amen. is it so Amen. you know I don't understand it. I It really just blows my mind on how people just, gosh, I mean, are we that lost in our brains that we just don't get it? We got to step up. We got to yeah. be in involved. We got to, to, to be the difference. Why does one person do something so special, so, do the right thing, right? Help somebody out, do something right. Mm -hmm. And they're glamorized. But that should be something you already should be doing. I don't want you to put me on a pedestal. I'm just doing the right thing. It should be the everyday thing that you're doing. Right. That's and right. the bad things, the, the the bystander effect and all this other nonsense. Well, you got to understand that person. You got to, you know, you got to give it the benefit of the doubt. No benefit of the doubt. I'm telling you right now, I, I really believe God does doesn't have me involved with a lot of situations because <laughs> I, I look at things like man if I was there oh lord if I was there well there's times when you just don't want to go to Walmart there because you don't have enough money to get uh, to be bailed out okay <laughs> you know what I mean 
you can't catch a felony. You, you don't. You can't afford to catch a felony at that moment. Catch <laughs> a charge. <laughs> Hey, I'm just being realistic, okay? You know, you know, Target is really on the on the hot seat right now. What did they do now? Target. He said now. Yeah, well, yeah, now. Target is. Target is selling LGBT clothing like it's going out of style. For kids, for little kids. But we come to the point now where. It's important to understand how how important being a virtuous, wholesome, spiritual woman is, and in 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 reflecting that in your life as a mother, and going forward with that, knowing that your child is going to pick up those traits of virtuousness and of spiritualness and of God, right? Right. Well, no flow. Guess what? lead them <laughs> it's that time so you know what we've so we've covered a wide range of subjects here today but let's all tie it down to this all right uh you know mothers you've got a you've got an awesome responsibility there god's anointed you to raise children up to be godly men and women uh and and godly people and uh, also to there that that we've seen what the lack of uh, and again, it's not always the parents' fault. All right, I want to clarify that there. Yes. All right, even even Judas rebelled against. Uh, uh, listen, even Jesus lost one of his uh, one of his disciples. Okay, so no matter how good you are as a leader, still some people are going to go ahead and be goofballs. Okay, on their own. That's you have to let them be God. You have to let God deal with them and work on them. But our responsibility we've seen what lack of uh, what lack of parent uh, of parenting has done to a certain society there and you're not called to be their friends you're not called to be their best buddies you're not called to be oh you know what uh, uh, you know can I be friends on Facebook no you're called to be a leader to be the one that sets the the that sets the the boundaries there in that household and to raise them in the way that they're supposed to go and now so that's the awesome responsibility that that you have it's a lot of work but you know what it is worth it every single bit of it there now for those of you out there who don't have that parent there let me just discuss this for a moment there okay if you don't have that parent guess what god wants to become that parent for you very quickly here I, since the age of 12 years old, have basically been raised without a father. Now, my father is in my life, but for many years, I didn't even know if he was alive or not. For five years, I never knew whether my father was alive or dead. The way that I found out that he was alive was by a picture of a wedding that he went to that was sent to me. And I went, oh, that's my dad. I know he's alive. Good. All right, that's great. Now, we have a great relationship, but from the age of 12, I was not raised with a father in the house there. But God became my father. God stepped up and took the place of my father. And not only that, but he brought a very important man in my life, Pastor Jose Bovina. 
he became a spiritual father to me. I didn't know that. Well, Pastor Jose was the one that led me to the Lord. Well, I know that part, but I didn't know about your father. Oh, about my father, not me, not uh, uh, my father really not being around? Well, no. But you, you, you finding him through a picture. Oh, well, yeah, I found out that he was alive yeah. through a picture. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, there he is. Yeah. He's at this wedding. Okay, so unless it's weekend at Bernie's, all right, you know, he's he's alive, okay? Okay. Oh my god. Weekend at Bernie's. We're trying to go to salvation. He jumped. Oh jeez, okay, all right. But we're getting there, okay? Because Jesus could raise us from the dead. All right. So it's real simple. That's so if you don't have that father in your life there, where you don't have that mother in your life, then Jesus wants to become that father and mother to you there. And not only that, not only does he want to do that too, but he also wants to bring people in your life there that will be a father and mother to you there. Amen. Okay? Like Pastor Jose Bovina and his, and his wife, Pastor Tony Bovina. She is a mother, right? She yes. is an awesome mother, okay? She is. Yes, she is. So, Pastor Tony, if you're listening, we give you a shout out there, okay? Woo woo! Her, her advice. She gives a lot of good advice. And absolutely. And so here it is. You have the opportunity to go ahead and give your life over to Jesus Christ and become all that you're called to be and step up to that plate there of what God wants you to be there. All right? You need a father. You need a mother. This is your opportunity to go ahead and get it. And if you've never had that before, let God's love reveal himself to you. Let God make himself real to you. If you're out there listening right now and you want to do this, you want to accept Jesus, just say right now, Jesus, Jesus, become my Lord, become my Lord and my Savior and my Savior. I give you my life. I give you my life, my heart, my heart, my everything, my everything. I want you, I want you, Jesus, Jesus, to become my everything, become my everything, my father, my father, my mother, my mother, everything that I need, everything that I need, Jesus, Jesus, I promise, I promise to live for you, to live for you from now on, from now on, forgive me of my sins, forgive me of my sins, I thank you for your salvation, I thank you for your salvation, right now, right now. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Now, if you prayed that, I'm going to say a quick prayer for you. Jesus, touch that person right now. Remove all influences in that person's life there. Ideas and thoughts that they've had of fathers and mothers that have not always lived up to what, what they're supposed to be. Remove those pictures away from their minds. Deliver them. Set them free, Jesus. Touch their lives. Give them a whole new understanding of what a father and a mother is all about. According to you, Jesus. And let you be the example for them right now. There's some of you out there that are dealing with that father-mother issue there. Because you've had bad experiences there before with a father and a mother. That's going to be removed in Jesus' name off of your life. And you're going to get a picture of God in in, uh, as he is as a father and a mother and you'll understand what it's all about absolutely amen everyone out there listening right now you said that prayer go to our website umolb.com there is a line there you can call us up 833-586-6218 hit number three and that will take you to our prayer request and testimony line and you can leave a message there or go down to the bottom of the page and leave us an email either way we'd like to hear from you we'd like to know that you've been touched by the show on um, the god's revealed something to you 
Thank you so much, Usil, for being a part of our Thank show. Thank you guys for having me. Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day. Feliz Dia de las Madres. Absolutely. I understood that. <laughs> you understood that one. I understood that. My Sp- I've been working on my Spanish. Yeah. This guy. Yes, I I am. <laughs> <laughs> no flow. Anything you want to add before we end? Jesus is Lord. Lord. And again, as I always say, Pentecost. Because he paid it at, at all costs. Cost. We'll see you next week. Much love to you guys. Take care.
But if you are led by the Spirit, you are not under the law. Walk in the Spirit, man. Beat your flesh down. Listen. The Lord want to talk to you. The Holy Spirit want to move in you. All praise to the Most High, Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Beamer Music. Two kinds of people in the world, my friend. There are two kinds of people in the world, my friend. Those with a rope around their neck and the people who have the job of doing the cutting. Here in the wild, wild west, we ride for the Almighty Yadonah. Almighty Yadonah. Here in the wild, wild west, we ride for the Almighty Yadonah. Almighty Yadonah. Here in the wild, wild west, we ride for the Almighty Yadonah. Almighty Yadonah. Here in the wild, wild west, we ride for the Almighty Yadonah. Almighty Yadonah. Picture this, a land full of desert terrain Where the strong survive, off the shot of the aim And they ain't feeling no remorse or pain That's just the ways of an outlaw that's been enslaved So I continue to seek God's face Cause this is the place that I've been destined to run my race Amongst men who are overwhelmed by sin To bring them the light and let them be free from within Right here in the 702 is where I reside Where we collide for the almighty Yadonai And we ain't going nowhere, instead we persevere We're written the vision that God's given and made it clear I rub shoulders with ex-killers and murderers Who aren't afraid of men, no matter what they heard of ya So best believe when we say we ride for the king He's not a man, he's the almighty Elohim Here in the wild, wild west we ride For the almighty Yadonai Almighty Yadonai Here in the wild, wild west we ride For the almighty Yadonai Almighty Yadonai Here in the wild, wild west we ride For the almighty Yadonai Almighty Yadonai Here in the wild, wild west we ride For the almighty Yadonai Almighty Yadonai Kept the code of the streets, it's Joe's sight, killing the race with the 
keep up your light A hundred miles and running, nigga, we gonna be alright It's about to go down in the still of the night With haters all around, but patiently I wait for the whites Of their eyes, to set the guys where they tried to hide From the tide of opposition where I jump inside Just like a marsh pit, where I stick, kick, and move I never lost it, it's blood, but I'm telling you fools, come on we're in the wild, wild west, we ride for the almighty Adonai, almighty Adonai. We're in the wild, wild west, we ride for the almighty Adonai.